good thing, Dave. Thank goodness, isn't it? <laughs> Hi, Mike. Hi, Dave. Once again, the Mayor of Bath is with us, and uh, we'd like to get him in here once in a while and have him fill the public in with what's going on in the community of Bath. And, uh, well, what's what's the big news, if anything? Do you have much going on? Well, we, ha- we held our first uh, budget meeting last night, and I say that the big news out of that is uh, the goal, of course, my goal uh, – has always been to hold the taxes steady. So this will be the third consecutive year. We're hoping that we see no no new tax increase. Um, we, several years ago, I did an analysis, and Bath was ranked number one in municipal taxes in all of Steuben County. So that's not really where we want to be. We want to be ranked number one in a few categories, but not that category. So I'm happy to say that um, it's not through cuts. Uh, we were able to maintain the budget uh, with a 0% increase and still invest in the community. This year you'll see the, dark, uh, the dog park uh, being built this spring. Um, we're buying where, some where was that again? No, you, we talked about it before. But yeah, it's off Haverling Street there. Um, the Langendorfer uh, family donated the lot there. Um, and we really didn't know what to do with it. Some people suggested a community garden, and no one wanted to step forward, really, and take the initiative on that. So uh, through some discussions with other community members, uh, we said, what, what about a dog park? Uh, the one in Urbana obviously gets used all the time and mm-hmm. has become very popular for people. In fact, there's a lot of people bat- from Bath, uh, Dave, drive down to Urbana to use that uh, dog park. So we'll have our own. Um, and then we joined forces with uh, Cornell Co- Cooperative Extension. They raised money for a pavilion in Betty uh, Langendorfer's uh, name. Uh, so the next phase we're hoping may be some type of community garden, but not in the sense that it requires maintenance, uh, you're growing vegetables and things like that, more of a landscaping um, uh, community garden. That's the long-term vision uh, for, for that space. And, of course, we're reinvesting in the sidewalks. The sidewalk uh, funds are still available. We're going to put more money in there this year. And we're hoping long-term, once the sidewalks uh, in the village um, get in better shape and people have enough opportunity to take advantage of that money. We're hoping that we can turn that into housing. So it would be the same amount of money, but it would go into a pot that residents could pull from um, on a needed basis and perhaps do some uh, porch work, painting work. Uh, we don't know the logistics on that, and we're trying to apply for uh, federal and state uh, grant money as well. But we're hoping down the road that uh, we can help people um, improve their their property like we are with the sidewalks now that sidewalk program you referred to uh, what kind of a, is it a, one time it was a 50 50 program is that still the same or is it a little different on the percentages or how does that work it's a little bit different in the percentages yeah there's so much per yeah, i'm going to get this totally wrong um, oh, i'm right. not a contractor <laughs> but the but the rates are on there and it's so much i think it's called a linear foot okay. when you look at sidewalks so so if you have 40 feet of sidewalks um, they're, they're, the numbers already established. That would be your portion, and the village would, would pay the rest. You're responsible for paying the contractor. We use Rick Mashuga. Uh, Mashugas has done it for us. Uh, last year they got to a number of different sidewalks in the village, and they all look amazing. Uh, they've done really, really good and work. They're quick. They're very quick. They're not like the state, so don't confuse what we're doing with the state project. We had, yeah. we had nothing to do with that, no control over that. Uh, yeah. it, really, it really was a nightmare. Um, but, you know, oh. we have open channels with the state now, uh, and I think that's what makes me a little bit different, perhaps, than, than previous mayors, is I, I push back on people. You know, I call organizations and agencies out, uh, and, we, you know, we had some issues with, with the state getting some things done on their, their roads within the village, 
And thankfully now we have a good relationship. Uh, and I think the perfect example is the Pizza Hut building. It was being delayed because the state wanted to review all these drawings um, and look at different plans. So we it was delayed uh, in terms of demolishing the building. So we made a phone call. It got resolved the next day, and the building was down within two weeks. So now, We're hearing that a Kentucky Fried Chicken is going there. Is that an accurate? Uh, That's absolutely correct, okay. and they, they want to be open. That's a little bit different than, like, the Dunkins on 54. KFC is a very big corporation, um, and they want to be open by April. So wow. it's a very aggressive timeline for them. Well, that'll be great because, uh, you know. That's always popular. I always work yeah. I go to get Kentucky Fried Chicken. Right. It was Elmira at one time. Uh, Southport. So, still yeah. is. All righty. Mike Sweets, our mayor, in studio with us this morning. Uh, that's going to wrap it up, not unless you can think of something else you want to share with us before we go. Well, I just think it's, it's going to be a very exciting 2022. We've got uh, LP um, uh, Building Solutions. We've got Amazon coming in. Uh, we've got Casa Mezcal getting ready to open here oh, yeah, shortly. The, the, the new, Mexican the restaurant. The Mexican restaurant. Right. Uh, and people don't realize that they're like, well, you're in the village of Bath. That's in the town. That is correct. But everything trickles down. Mm-hmm. So we're hoping the biggest impact it has on us is, A, putting people to work people on Liberty Street that apparently don't have jobs that you see there every single day. Hopefully they can find jobs through one of these uh, companies. And B, we're hoping that it trickles down into housing. So we go from low-income housing to more market-rate housing, and we can increase the qualities and we can enhance the village overall. That's the goal. Um, We're going to stay focused and determined to make those things happen, Dave. Now, before we let you go, we have village elections coming up this month. March 15th. And who they trust? You're running for re-election of mayor. You're unopposed at this point, right? And uh, the trustees they they kind of alternate. So who's running for re-election this Mark time? Mark Bardeen and Melanie Coots. And what I'll say about the board: I've been around politics not not because I want to be a career politician. I don't, um, and I'm hoping that I'm uh, you know people don't look at me as a career politician. I want to be involved because I believe in the community. When I don't see where I can make an impact or a difference in the community, then I'm going to step aside. But I think we've got so much going on. We've got a cohesive board. Mark and Melanie both do a great job. And at this point, I'm really enjoying it. Cool. All right. That's Mike Sweet on Community Focus today right here at 98.3 WVIN. This program has been recorded and will be available in our podcast section in a little while here on WVIN and at WVINBAT.com.